everyone. Thank you for joining me once more for In Conversation with Lisa Burke for our continuation of the housing series. It's been absolutely fascinating to hear from you, all of your stories, trials and tribulations and the issues that you have faced in the past or face today in this very, very hot market out there, whether renting or buying or investing. There are so many facets to this subject and it has been an unending research topic for me. Again, I'm very, very happy to be joined by two people you might have come to know by now. It's Pierre Clément, who arrived in Luxembourg 17 years ago to join a big four firm as a junior. And then 11 years later, after his own disappointing experience in the real estate market as a buyer, he quit to launch Nexvia, which helps you with its own tools that they have developed a modern estate agent company. Joining him is Vincent Quillet, MD of Nexfin. It's a mortgage broker company and it's owned and run by Vincent and Nexvia. We're going to discuss the buy-to-let market and whether or not one should think about buying a property to let to invest in in Luxembourg. So let's dive in. Just talk us through how does one become a buy-to-let investor and what should they think about? Well, usually uh, you become a buy-to-let investor after you bought your primary residence and uh, while well, you, uh, you you made some savings or you have uh, an additional uh, money on a monthly basis that you could invest actually uh, somewhere. So it's always a decision whether you buy stocks or uh, you would invest uh, your money uh, into the financial market or you uh, would uh, dig into a more uh, real asset. Well, if you look at the real estate market in Luxembourg for the, the past years, it's been tremendous, a great investment opportunity just because the, the prices uh, went up so fast. But one big question is whether or not actually the prices will continue to grow or even stabilize in the future because as an investor what you should have a look at is really the return. Mm -hmm. Absolutely yes and as uh, we've explained in previous episodes that growth has been really large. It's been four or five percent year on year from about 2008, 2010 and then suddenly since 2018 it's been enormous like double figures. And I think you said to me in a previous podcast, the house prices have doubled since about 2018? No, no, no. The prices have doubled uh, within the last eight years. Eight years. Okay, yeah. well, that's, yeah. that's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, that, that is phenomenal. And this is actually uh, the, the biggest driver for, uh, that was at least the biggest driver for the buy-to-let investors. Uh, so this is uh, where they made the most of the, the, the money out of their investment. But you should always question yourself before engaging into a buy-to-let investment, whether this trend uh, can continue. But even you just should really ask you whether or not there will still be uh, a reasonable growth uh, into uh, into the market because the the rent level in Luxembourg uh, is not uh, so high in comparison to the, the acquisition price. So uh, if you think that uh, you will not be able to uh, resell at a bit higher than what you, you bought, maybe uh, investing in an apartment is not uh, is not a right investment. Mm -hmm, because there's a couple of things one has to think about, which is capital growth. And then, of course, the yield you're getting on rent. And at the very base level, you want the rent to cover your annual costs. 
And that's uh, th- that's the big thing, actually, because uh, if you invest in Luxembourg, let's be clear, the, the rent you will get uh, from your acquisition will not cover, actually, uh, the overall cost that you will be facing as an investor. Uh, although uh, you are now required uh, to make a deposit of 20% uh, while buying a buy-to-let investment, that is required by CSSF. So this is the, this is the law. And that's a new law put in uh, place in 2021. Exactly. That's a new law put in place uh, beginning of 2021, which we uh, we believe uh, is going to have an impact as well, because that limits uh, that 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 new law limits a lot the numbers of uh, potential new private investors uh, on, on the market. Uh, but if you split or analyze the the return you can uh, get out of a buy to let investment, uh, if you would actually invest. Uh, in an apartment and you think that you will just resell at the same price. Uh, if, if you look at this on a 10 years basis, uh, taking into account the uh, acquisition cost, meaning the taxes that you will pay uh, in terms of temp duty when buying and the agent fee that you will be uh, paying at the, the sale at the end, uh, if and all the costs that you will have to bear and the taxes you will have to pay because you, you will get some rents actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the, re- the net return after all this will be approximately 1%, so which is very low. Yes. <laughs> very, very low. Yeah. So, so you're you, relying on the capital growth then? That's right, because if you add uh, the property appreciation to that, actually, uh, let's say that you take into account a 3% uh, annual growth in terms of the value of the apartment. Which is what we're thinking might happen in the next few years. We're thinking it might dampen down. Yeah, at least we uh, at Nexia prefer to be very conservative. Uh, we believe that what we've seen in the in the past, a 15% uh, growth year on year is not something that we will be able to get uh, uh, on a long-term basis or even on medium-term basis. Uh, But we believe that 3%, 4% is something that is feasible, that something can be absorbed by the market. Uh, But so if you, yeah, when you add this, that actually will increase your return by 2.7%. So the overall return then on your investment on a 10 years basis will go up to 4%. So then that makes your investment a bit more, Attractive, <laughs> all right. But this is well, four percent is good, but this is not huge neither. But if you add to that the leverage effect, so then if you invest in your apartment using the money the, the bank will lend you, actually, you will be able to uh, increase uh, your return by uh, an additional four percent with the leverage effect. You could have a return on your equity that you invested into the, the investment, the, uh, the, 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 pro- the project, you could have a return of, of 8%. Well, that's, that's uh, certainly worth looking at. So that's certainly worth looking at. And the last point is that in Luxembourg, you have some tax incentives, depending on the property types uh, that you invest in. So usually the two, the two most attractive investments would be the off-plan investments. And uh, when you buy something really old that needs renovations uh, and with the existing tax incentive, that will allow you actually to uh, to make even tax savings uh, because you will be able to generate a net negative net rental income that you will be able to offset from your 
taxable basis. And how is that? How is that constructed then? How do you get that negative <laughs> rental income? So you should be uh, you should leverage your acquisition, uh, and you will get this uh, negative income through uh, a system of, of amortization. So you are in Luxembourg able to amortize uh, a certain. Uh, uh, part of the acquisition price of the house or apartment, yeah. and actually that will, with all the, de- uh, the deductions you you have, you will come negative uh, net rental income, which is useful from a tax point of view. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you add this, we were speaking of a eight percent return on a yearly basis. If you uh, look at the existing tax scheme that is available for off-plan uh, acquisition for investors, you would be able to uh, increase your return by 2%. So That's it, 10%. So in the end, that's 10%. So, But this is really dependent upon the property appreciation. But you said a property appreciation of 3% there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Because doing a leverage on something that is yielding only 1%, is not worth doing it. So it's a good op- operation when you take everything combined. I would say that you, uh, your target is, should always be to be invested at least for four or five years. Right. I mean, if you start investing and within one or two years you want to exit your investment, that will cost you a lot. The, the real return will come after four or five years. Uh, but uh, and, and of course, uh, before that, that will be a a bad decision to invest because mm-hmm. you have too much stamp duty actually you will have costs that uh, that are uh, incurred by the investment that will you will not get back or just because the capital gain will but will not be sufficient actually to uh, to pay that back now for an expat who might be renting here would you suggest to them to buy a one or two bed place as a buy to rent buy to let, sorry, it's a buy to let, um, for them to continue renting. Um, if they have a family, for instance, and they can't afford to buy a house for themselves, but they could afford to buy an apartment to rent out. Do you think that's a good idea? I would always recommend to buy your primary residence first uh, in Luxembourg, uh, just because the financing conditions by the banks will be more attractive uh, just because the, the duration of the loan will be longer. And uh, on top of that, your primary, uh, you have a lot of uh, tax incentives as well to buy your primary residence in Luxembourg just because you have a tax credit on stamp duties. Uh, you can deduct the interest that you pay on your mortgage. And just as an example, if you take the uh, what you can deduct today, if you take the interest that you can deduct uh, on your uh, tax declaration yearly plus the, the interest subsidies, if you are a family with two kids, you will be able to, to deduct 14,000 euros of interest. So if you do the, uh, the math, or approximately all the interest that you will be paying will be deductible. So that means that if you if you have a loan at 1.5%, the real cost of it will be 0.9. And that's deductible from Luxembourg tax. Yes, that's right. So that will not work for someone uh, who is not... tax. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. because tax gets yeah. quite yeah. Uh, complicated sometimes. <laughs> now, also, I wanted to ask you both the percentage growth that we've been talking about year on year. 
Is that uniform across new and old buildings? Is that uniform across the size of the apartment or house from one to four or five bedrooms? Or is there a certain type of property that one should aim to look at because it's the the most popular either to buy, to sell or to rent? And in terms of uh, property types, I would say that until now, actually, the growth in, terms, in, in prices have been quite uniform, actually. Now that the prices have, have come to a certain uh, to a certain level, I would really recommend to uh, invest or buy uh, something that you think is more liquid. And clearly, as an investor, if I would be an investor today, I would clearly buy a one-bedroom or two-bedroom apartment uh, that is uh, that will be rather liquid and that you can easily sell back to an uh, owner-occupier. Mm-hmm. It's easier to sell that than a six-bedroomed house somewhere in the countryside. Yeah, especially because you can question the continuation of the price increase you know, for, for this type of properties. Yeah. When you look at the current prices, it's been it's sometimes crazy when I look at the listings. Yeah. Oh, yes, I know. I but, know but, very but, well. <laughs> yeah. But some of them are not the real prices, actually. You know, some people try to sell at a certain, at a certain price. And this is really true for some houses, houses that we see on the market. Ah, very interesting. So how do you safeguard against that then? Actually, it's really uh, easy uh, to make sure that the price of an apartment in a city or certain communities are, are right because you have a lot of online valuation tools now on the market. Uh, so it's, it, it's easy. And then above a certain price tag, I think you should really go and visit the apartment with, or the house with an expert. because uh, And you know, the market uh, above 2 million is really tiny, actually, even though you would think that there are a lot of houses for sale above two millions and that there are a lot of transactions uh, in, in that segment. It's it's not the truth. Well, that's good to know, because every time I log on to one of these portals, uh, there seems to be quite a lot of houses that are well over 1.5 million, <laughs> unfortunately. But never mind. Um, just coming back to a couple of other thoughts then. Um, the Frontalier uh towns and cities, Trier, Thionville, etc., across the border, would you suggest buying there either as a primary residence or as a buy-to-let residence? And what are the tax implications of that? Well, this is a market we, we, we're not really uh, in on a daily basis. Uh, but as an estate agent with a financial background, I, I think it's always good to become uh, the owner of uh, his primary residence. And uh, uh, buying in uh, on the, the cross-border countries is a way for certain people who cannot afford uh, buying in Luxembourg to become a homeowner. Mm-hmm. So I would def- definitely uh, uh, do that. But the market... Uh, uh, evolution has been really different uh, in, in the, the cross-border areas of, of Luxembourg, mm-hmm. uh, of course. But uh, from everything I've read and uh, observed as well, it's a, a growing market, one where prices are increasing as well. And so is the traffic, unfortunately. So just to summarise then, when it comes to the buy-to-let investor market, from everything that you've said to me today, it seems that it is something to consider as the second option to having bought your own primary residence? 
Yes, because when you look at Luxembourg and the market and the uh, the incentives that you have at buying your primary residence, I think buying it is the first move you should do. And uh, buying to let is the second one if you have extra uh, income that you can allocate uh, to, to, to that investment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Really, um, when you buy either for your primary residence or as a buy-to-let investment, I would uh, really try to understand if the location is the right one. Uh, Luxembourg is uh, developing so quickly, actually. A location can change a lot in the next 10 years, uh, but uh, you can have uh, a lot of information uh, on the PAG, uh, so those uh, urban uh, development plans uh, that you can find on the websites uh, of the municipalities in Luxembourg. It's quite transparent, so you can understand a bit how the city will evolve. Mm -hmm. And that's very easy for Luxembourg City, for instance. And I can tell you where, where will be the big development the big developments uh, in the next uh, 10 years. Well, do tell us, do tell us, because they would be good places to invest in, either as a home or as a, a, a buy-to-let. Yeah. Well, you will have a, a, a big development uh, next to the uh, CSSF, uh, so uh, in, uh, in Bel Air. Uh, you will have a, a, a big development in the Port de Olrich, uh, which is at the very beginning of the uh, Olrich, where you today have the uh, Mercedes uh, car dealer uh, or the, uh, the, the P plus Air Bouillon. Uh, and those are areas that will be really, really, uh, they will have a great connection actually to the city, uh, to Belleval, and actually the, fa- the new fast tram will be uh, going through that new neighborhood. So the new fast tram will be going through Hollerich and uh, where else? You said Bel Air and where was the other place? So from the train station <laughs> to Hollerich and then it will continue to Ludelange, uh, Feutz, uh, Schifflange and it will finally arrive in, uh, in Esch. So that, that is a, a very good route to look at if you want to buy. I think so. <laughs> Wonderful. And Vincent, final word to you. And then more on a more financial point of view. Very important. Yes. I would say that if today you arrived in Luxembourg, you want to buy your primary residence, but you have in mind to invest, you have savings. Keep a good part of your savings for your buy-to-let and try to manage to inject maybe just the minimum you are supposed to inject for your main residence and keep a good cash amount for your second transactions because the second transaction, so buy-to-let financing, the bank are requesting a good cash effort. So if you don't want to be blocked, try to manage uh, your, your cash attributions to each of your investments, but since the beginning. That's very, very good advice because you need so much more capital behind you for a buy-to-let investment. Well, hopefully all of our listeners can have achieved some level of information from these fascinating conversations with you. It is a subject that is is very close to people's hearts for so many reasons and it's not easy for many people. And of course, if you're at the buy-to-let investment level already, you've possibly, probably got your primary residence. And so you're luckier than 
many people. So we really wish we've given you all of the information at your fingertips and lots of people you can contact for more information. And do keep writing in with your stories, whether they be from Luxembourg or abroad, or if you're going to sell your nation, if you're listening from outside of Luxembourg and you want to sell your homeland to us, do write to us. Tell us about what the the housing situation is like there, how it's changed, if it's changing, if COVID's changed it in any ways at all. And uh, keep listening, writing in. We love your feedback. Thank you so much. Thank you.